And we are back to talk about Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, still a shitty name. And uh, <laughs> That's true. That's true. That, that, that name I, doesn't I, get better. But, you know, everything is about expectations. And uh, mm-hmm. is, this, is this where we're going to get review bombed by, by the squad? Yo, you were not, like, I showed Preston before we started recording. Um, like, I, I showed him a, a YouTuber, Screen Crush, who does Easter eggs videos. And mm. in Screen Crush's Easter egg videos, he has, like, uh, 2.5 thousand likes. And I think, what, 2.4 thousand dislikes? And it's like, how? He's not even reviewing the, the, the episode. He's yeah. just telling you about some of the Easter eggs. Well, like, how? Like, why? Or... Like, I don't get it. And then, of course, my own video, my own Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power review video, um, I have, like, 400 likes. Okay, cool. And then, because YouTube removed the dislikes from being viewed, you have to download an extension for Chrome or Firefox to view it. And if you use the extension to see my dislike, it's, like, 151 dislikes. But in reality, it's actually half that because I can see YouTube can differentiate between multiple accounts. So in reality, I really just have like 70 dislikes on that video because it's just multiple people on like different accounts disliking it. Yeah, I mean, something these somebody is very, very uh, there. There's a small group of people that really, really hate the show. Um, and and I, I have my theories on why, obviously, but uh but um it couldn't possibly be because of the black dwarf and all the women that couldn't possibly uh, be that it, could right? possibly be it yes yes <laughs> um that i mean it's so funny because right like i say like had they actually listened to your review um you, your review is pretty balanced and so no one would listen to that review and be extremely ecstatic or extremely negative either way you know they're gonna there are people that give you likes because they just like every time you upload that's different those are those are those are fans shout out to my homies who do that thank you yeah exactly you know but no one no one goes i mean then there's like the people that like hate us like every time i post a video i get like two automatic dislikes because it's just like two people that just are like i want to be the guy to like give the first dislike or something they've Mm -hmm. been doing it for years um but there's not a hundred of those people. <laughs> no, there never is. It's always a guy. I, even I have multiple accounts since like when I was back in high school. I just had like yeah. like multiple accounts. I don't use them anymore, but I want to start using them to like my own videos. Fuck that. It's just to offset this bullshit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But anyways, that aside, I already put out my own review. I thought it was a slow burn, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little harsh on the premiere episode because you should be. It's supposed to knock it out of the park. Yeah. I personally didn't have a problem with the exposition in the beginning with Galadriel. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people were saying the elvish talk was cringy. Elves are cringy, even in Peter Jackson's El- Lord of the Rings. Like they're yeah, yeah. Edgy well, emo let's, kids. let's let's okay, yeah. We're let's let's start with the with the first episode because I do think the second episode is much better than the first episode. But mm-hmm. um, the first episode does have a lot of exposition. Uh, but then again, so does the Lord of the Rings movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and that's kind of our standard right now, uh, which is odd. You know, it's like impossible not to compare it to the Lord of the Rings movies. Right. Right. So, however, I wasn't really that bored during their exposition because they were throwing around all of these action scenes. Now, the action scenes were disjointed and weird, but I wasn't bored. So... 
I, I tolerated it all. Like it was, it was not, you know, like I was expecting a really boring, long movie. And I understand that like some people will, will, will never speak ill of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, but you know, if I'm going, yeah, you know, it does drag. It does drag at times. It does. Um, and, and I'm not saying that this show didn't drag at times. It does, but I don't think it drags worse than the movies. Like I think it had fine pacing relative to the movies, <laughs> you know, um, a lot of people say, well, you know, two hours have passed and not much. It's still set up. And it's like, true. It's true. It's still a series. But I wasn't bored that much. You know, <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, it was, everything is about expectations. So when people are trashing it and get, and so many people are trashing it uh, and then I watch it and I'm like, no, this is this is this is pretty good. This is all right. You know, like I, I was like surprised. I was really surprised that it was, you know, pretty good. It's it's um, the it's the most beautiful show like ever made oh my god oh my god so breathtaking it is 100 percent the best looking tv program to ever be put on screen Mm -hmm. i I know i will say that um it is better looking i mean their their costumes their armor looks better than it looks better than house of the dragon like house of the dragon stuff looks great their stuff actually looks better um (laughs) The uh, their their CGI, their views, their 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 pans, oh, beautiful, incredible shots, just incredible. It's it's visually insane. It's it's movie quality visuals. Every once in a while, you know, maybe there's a dwarf that looks a little funny, but the dwarfs look horrible in the Hobbit trilogy. So yeah, I don't know, like like. It looks fantastic. The, the like you can't say anything bad about the way the show looks. It looks so fucking good. Um, now, yeah, what you're saying about stilted dialogue. Elves have stilted dialogue. Like I don't like. I understand that Lord of the Rings fans love their fucking elves, but like to everybody else, elves are horrible. They're they're these like they're they're the Vulcans of of the Lord of the Rings universe. They all have the same personality, which is none. You Them know, being the Vulcans it's, it's, of the that's that's a great way to describe it. I like that actually. Yeah, it's just they all have the same personality, and and some people will be like, no, no, they don't. No, they do. They're all stoic, you know, roll, rolling their R's in their little elf language and all of that and naming places. It's just, and yeah, I get that Lord of the Rings fans like eat that shit up. They love it when you go Mordor, you know, and, and, and speak, speak in these, like their, their somber emo personality that every single elf has <laughs> like not, a, but um, I appreciate that the show toned that down. Like the elves are not that dour and lame. Uh, they have a little bit of personality to them. Um, and thank God for the humans and the hobbits and the dwarves. <laughs> like, thank God for them. Because <laughs> they made the show. They made the show. Like, they made that second episode really enjoyable. Um, I really, I really love, like, the performances of all of the humans and the dwarves and the hobbits. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but the... I don't know. It was uh, it was fine. It was good. It was good. It was good. I'm not saying it's the best show on on the planet, um, but and again, like I, I guess it's just from like coming in with such low expectations. Right. But you know, and to to be, to be pleasantly surprised by the thing, I'm like, oh wow, 
you know. Now, if if I measure it the other way and say, look how much money was spent and this is the only thing that I get out of it, you know, maybe that's a different measurement where I'd be like, yeah, maybe it's a little disappointing. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Like the acting seems fine. It's visually beautiful. Uh, it's not that boring for Lord of the Rings. Um, I like a lot of the characters. Uh, I don't know. The only people who like, really hated this were, and this is this is fair. This is accurate. Um, the only people who who I shouldn't say hated di- didn't like it as much are like the learn the lore nerds, which I don't know. Mm. Even in my review, I said I don't know like the inner deeper lore. Like for example, I was just watching Screen Crush's Easter egg video, and he mentions how Galadriel yeah. at this point in the lore has a husband. I didn't know that. Like I don't know like. The okay, intricacies yeah. of the lore. I know the basics. I know Iruvatar, Morgoth. You know, I know Numenor. Sure, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. You know, like, like the stuff that like Yoiston, our uh, cha- friend of the channel, Yoiston knows. Right. I mean, you and I are. I would say that we're we're above casuals, mm-hmm. but we're certainly not experts on Lord of the Rings, um, and it's so we don't feel like personally insulted or like think about think about things like Tolkien's legacy and stuff like that. You know, these things that are very, that Tolkien fans are very into. Um, and, and, you know, like I'm unable to nitpick uh, Lord of the Rings, like, like I can with say Game of Thrones, you know, like that's just not, that's not where I'm coming from. And I understand that like, it sounds like hypocrisy, like somebody <laughs> that is like a super Lord of the Rings fan, like, and me being like, ah, eh, seems okay. Like now I sound like, the casuals that are like, oh, Game of Thrones season five seems okay. You know, like I get it. I get it. I'm a big fucking hypocrite. No, you're not it. because you but... you didn't come with like a checklist of things they needed to do. You came to be entertained as we all should be. And it's a shame like a lot of these like grifters yeah. can't like swallow their pride and admit that it was good or decent that they have to for the grift and for the money just, you know, say it was bad because black people and women. Right. And I like how I was I was actually listening to before we we started the call, I was actually listening to Yoiston's review of it. For those of you who don't know Yoiston from Men mm. of the West, he's a Lord of the Rings channel. He's a, a, a buddy of both of ours. And uh, he he likened it to fanfic when it was regarding the lore. But he didn't hate the show. Mm. Um and I feel like that's a very fair measured approach. But at the same time, I I do feel bad for those guys because <laughs> because because <laughs> it's not what they yeah. wanted. It's not, they did. They wanted, they wanted, I've been hearing that they wanted an adaptation of at least, you know, part, like at least part of the Silmarillion or an adaptation of, of information that was in the appendices of, of, of Lord of the Rings or whatever. Um, because I think there's a rights issue dealing with like what information can be, can be uh, portrayed in the show. I, I, I get that, but like, I, I know that they wanted an adaptation of events that they're familiar with, and this is not an adaptation of events that they're familiar with. It's instead um, events that take place in the Lord of the Rings universe um, using some characters that they should know doing completely different things, right? Is, is that a fair I assessment of what, what it is? I complaining about. I should also give Amazon props because they don't have access to the Silmarillion and the Unfinished Tales and all that stuff, which means... They're not allowed yeah. to outright say Galadriel's brother's name, which I think is Finrod, but they're allowed to allude that he is her oh. brother. So they're like weaving in and out of like all this red tape that they're not allowed to use and say. So I've noticed that they haven't used the word Hobbit 
Mm, yeah, well, the, I think the I think the the Harfoots, I think that's what they're called. Yeah. They're like the descendants of the uh, I'm sorry, not the descendants, the ancestors of the Hobbits. I see, I see. Right. So it, it might be one like lore, but it might be also like that if they say Hobbit, all of a sudden they're they're in some other copyright situations. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, I do like the mysteries that so far have been presented in the show because Gladriel's number mm. one mission is to find Sauron. Okay, where is yeah. he? We don't know. He's somewhere. Um, who's the man from the meteor? Is is that Gandalf? Is that one of the other wizards? Yeah. Is that is that a Balrog? Which I don't know if Balrogs can turn into humans. Uh, but uh, right, right. Like I, I, like my theory right now, watching the show, is, is like this seems like something like a Maya, like a Gandalf, right? Like mm. uh, a Gandalf kind of thing. Yeah, like not Gandalf maybe specifically, but, you know, someone like Gandalf. Mm-hmm. Maybe one um, of the wizards. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. So, like, it it seems really, you know, I can actually, like, one thing that's kind of nice is that, I, you know, there seems to be, what, four four plot lines, and I know each of them, right? Like, like okay, there's, we seem to be far following Gladriel and her, like, mission to prove that sauron is still around and then you've got the black elf and the milf who are like (laughs) discovering um discovering like uh some darkness on their realm and then you've got the hobbits and the meteor man and then you have um elrond and uh, going to see the dwarves right the dwarves Mm -hmm. so and so we seem to have these like four these four plots that seem to be going. I'm not really sure what Elrond is doing, like why he's gone to see the dwarfs, but um, uh, I think I think it was to get their help in creating the like this wonderful thing that Celebrimbor wants to create. Oh right, yeah, okay, okay, all right. But we're not really sure what he's creating yet. Uh, he, Celebrimbor okay. is one of the guys who uh, who who created the uh, the rings. Okay, okay. That that's the only plot that that is not really clear to me. I mean, it's a fun plot because you know dwarves are dwarves are fucking fun. You know, like like the minute he arrived in in the in the mountain, you're like, oh, this is interesting. This is fun. Yeah, I, I, um, Durin's my favorite so far. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That that was that was really that was a really fun fun scene. Uh, I spent, you know, them doing that, that, those feats of strength and all that, you know, that was, that was quite funny, but, um, so yeah, you know, you've got four plots going. I know what's going on in each plot. It's except for one, one, I was a little hazy on cause it was a little, little, uh, mysterious. Um, I'd like to know what's going to happen next in each plot. Like I want to, I want to watch the next episode, um, to find out what happens in that, in each plot. Uh, I like all of the characters. I'm rooting for all of the characters. Um, so these, these these are really important things that they, they that they've actually successfully done. Like mm-hmm. I like each of the protagonists. I like them a lot. Like they've made they've made each of them likable in a different way, um, which I you know I think that's that's a that's a pretty good feat. You know. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. Like now that I'm talking, you know how like. We, we often talk about stuff and then then we talk too long and we start talking ourselves into the show being bad. 
I feel like we're talking the show into me being good. The um, uh, I don't. I, oh my god, I forgot his name. Uh, it's and Andra something. These fucking elf names. Uh, the black elf guy yeah, with, yeah. The, with the with the the, the mom. Um, yeah, yeah. The black the black the black elf and the milf. Yeah. <laughs> the way he just like looks at her and kind of like not really stalks oh, her, but yeah. it rem- like elves really are like gross incel fedora wearing virgins. They really mm, fucking yeah. are. The only difference is is that they smell nice and they look nice. That's it. And they fuck. I'm assuming that's it. And, but <laughs> just just thinking about it now. But I'm sorry. That that ridiculousness yeah. aside. I mean, but but you have to say, like, considering he was given so few lines to establish that he's in love with the MILF, um, like, you know, he, he did it with those stares, right? I, <laughs> you know? If he was not as, as, as handsome as he was, that would, uh, that would, would not be creepy go. as hell. Yeah, that oh, would yeah, be yeah. creepy as hell. <laughs> um, there are two things I want to make clear. The first thing is, is that this, the reason why people didn't like it as much and they found it boring or slow-paced is this is clearly an eight-hour movie, and the first two mm. hours were the prologue. We're not even in the first yeah, chapter yet. Or the first act. Fair enough, yeah. yeah. I feel. Yeah. Mm, At least mm. the first hour, the first episode was the prologue, and then, I guess, the second episode is half of the first act. They, I really feel as though they should have... Re- I, I thank them for releasing the first two, but what they should have done is they should have released yeah. the first three episodes. Because I feel like episode three is when things really start to kick off. That's probably the case. I mean, I think, um, though, I'm hooked, even though they were long episodes, too. These weren't like 45 minute episodes. These were like an hour and five minutes each. Mm-hmm. Like each was each of them was over an hour. So it's uh, it's it, it is a lot of time. And, and and maybe I also watch them in pieces like I watch them in halves. So maybe maybe I think if somebody sat and watched it in one viewing, it might be a bit much. But, uh, you know, I think the Lord of the Rings movies are a bit are, are a bit much in one viewing. So I like to watch them in pieces. You're, you're talking so. to someone who, twice a year, I watch the extended edition. Like, not in one sitting, yeah. of course. I get up and shower and use the bathroom and all that. But, yeah, no, um, this was, for me, this was fine. I do feel like yeah. we're back in Middle Earth. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, it, I mean, just the the nature and the shots and how they film and the, how just like just how they film mountains and hills and 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 their pans and stuff is is just makes you makes you feel alive like i need to go out and go for a hike or something you know <laughs> it's beautiful it's a beautiful fucking show uh man mm, this is something mm. i i think uh i won't keep you for too long but this is something i the main i think the main takeaway that people should be talking about in regards to adaptations from book or source material whatever have you is how much of the source material should showrunners fuck with because i'm a fan of the witcher and they fucked with a good chunk of the source material from the witcher i'm a fan of the anime cowboy bebop also on netflix Mm -hmm. and they butchered the hell of that source material um this is some you know foundation they kind of butchered a bit of the source material i'm glad that enough of this was butchered from the source material because Lord of the Rings is the biggest thing out there right now and there definitely yeah. needs to be a conversation in Hollywood and in the fan fan all fandoms at large at how much we want adaptations to deviate from the source material 
because I mean I think the rule of thumb is uh when when they if you deviate and it's better everyone's fine with it if you deviate and it's worse everyone hates you know like it's just if you're gonna deviate you better make it better you better not miss sort of like uh yeah it's sort of like when you hear a remake of a song right like don't you hate hearing a remake and the remake is worse like it's not interesting it's not better it's just like worse like you're like why did you remake it if you're not going to remake it better or different Mm -hmm. you know like i think it's the same with like uh with with adaptations like you better do something cool if you're gonna if you're gonna deviate um speaking of some big deviations that even like i recognized like is the 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 lands that they that they that they sail to in the west um glad like I always imagine them, yes, it's metaphorically heaven, but it's also metaphorically America. But, like, um, they actually, like, it was actually, like, literally heaven when, when they arrived. Wasn't? Did you find that a little weird? No, I, I always thought that's, that's, that's how the Undying Lands were supposed to be. I think how, that's how Gandalf oh, okay. describes them when they're in Minas Tirith. I think uh, they describe them to was it Mary or Pippin. I always forget those motherfuckers. Um, I, it talks about white shores and a wide green country. Like I think that's I think that's what he described. I think he describes Valinor, um, which is you know the Undying Lands. But it's just like I know in the history though that they used to live in Valinor. In fact, even when they give the history of the show, they used to live in Valinor and then they left. Mm. So you'd think it's an actual physical place, but this was like no, they're going to like an ethereal dimension. They're going to Nirvana, heaven, like literally. Um, I, and you know, there's a big glowing white light. I was expecting, I was expecting, you know, it to be an actual land, you know, like or you, or to never see it because it's like obviously it's metaphorically heaven, you know. When when Frodo sails off in his ship, he's metaphorically dying. Like I get it, um, but uh, but yeah, I, I just wasn't expecting to actually see like glowing light, you know. And her jumping off the, you know, jumping off the ship to get away from it. <laughs> was it, wasn't Tolkien like a Christian? Like, isn't this kind of in line with what he would believe? Oh, yeah. He's, oh, no, totally, totally. Like, I get that it's like, like Valinor, like, it's definitely like metaphorically heaven. I just didn't expect it to be literally heaven. <laughs> You know, I expected her to like jump, like if I would have done the scene, like have her jump off the ship, like before, you know, before you actually see it, but they're like getting pulled in. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was almost a little, little creepy, you know, like her going to heaven and like, she was just all of a sudden like, no, I don't want to go to heaven. Cause once you think about heaven, heaven is kind of a creepy concept. Um, but uh, yeah. By the way, That's them being she, attacked yeah. by the the water uh, monster, the water leviathan. I like how they include that in there because that's mm. actually on the map. Like if you notice that, <laughs> like if you look at a map of Lord of the Rings, so fun. M- most of fantasy maps always have like that like random leviathan water monster like off in the yeah, distant yeah, ocean. Yeah, yeah. The other thing I really like that they that did, is, and I that is pretty clever. That's pretty clever. <laughs> <laughs> What I really like that they did, like in this show, and I, House of the Dragon and Game of Thrones, I'm like, mm. they really needed this. The map, like you go from one scene to the oh, next, yeah. like let's say you go from fucking Valinor to the Southlands, it shows you on the map where the scene is. Like it's a great segue to like between scenes, and I really think House of the Dragon should kind of have that for maybe casual fans because in Game of Thrones. Mm. 
the intro showed us the map. We know how far Winterfell is from King's Landing. But do, like, casual fans know how far King's Landing is from the Stepstones? Or from... Now, what, one, one thing that struck me, though, was that they only did it some of the time. And so I was a little confused with, like, where everything is. I, I, I'd have to do a rewatch to really, like, Do a rewatch because they was. do it a fair amount of times. Okay. All right, all right. Um, so, well, we, we've been praising it a little too much. Let, let's talk, what, what, what sort of things did you not like about the show? Uh, I'd have to, uh, I'm really hard pressed to say what I dislike because it's not that I, I, it's not that I really was into it, but I didn't really hate it. It was really just very decent. No. I, I even, I love that troll fight too. Troll fight was fine. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. Cause it was just like a different, like I just, we never see fights like that. You know, we see these like one at a time stuff and you know, the troll like throwing shit from far away and. Uh, yeah, um, I'm trying to think of things I didn't like. See, here's um, the thing, just... by the way. This is where I catch myself. I wanted to dislike that troll fight because I hate that elf and bull. Like, Legolas and the Hobbit really, like, ruined yeah. a lot of it for me. Even in Return of the King where he, like, jumps off the elephant. Like, that was, that was fucking ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Galadriel being as strong and as insanely, like, talented in sword fighting as she is makes sense she's one of the first elves ever fucking created like her her strength is like yeah people are saying they don't like Galadriel because of course mary sue well of course she fucking would be she's lived for like a millennia she's older than elrond by like centuries of course in those centuries she would have mastered all this crap so yeah like what do you mean Uh, i did really like how the dwarf is angry. Like he's like, "Oh, I've only been away twenty years," and the dwarf is like furious at him for 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 like thinking twenty years is not a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that, <laughs> yeah no, that's totally true. That's totally true. Uh, I'm trying to think of um, like now it's like like what what are some what are some like like trying to search like searching for bad things like. Could dialogue be better? I, I I think so, probably. You're never gonna um, get like to close to Tolkien's dialogue because he was like a linguistic master or whatever the fuck. And yeah, like, but I, the thing there. is, I don't think I don't think the dialogue was any better or worse than than uh, Lord of the Rings movies. Um, I think I think you're pulled into the Lord of the Rings movies a little more because they're actors that you actually recognize. Mm. Like when you know, like the the first time you saw. Um, Frodo, you know, you know, Elijah Woods and you know, um, uh, um, Gandalf's, um, uh, <laughs> I can't believe I'm blanking on Gandalf's name. Ian McKellen. Um, Ian McKellen, you know, and you know, like Viggo Mortensen and like, these are famous actors, um, and Liv Tyler and such and such. So you, you feel more connected to them immediately because they're 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 actors you know well these the whole show is mostly um unknowns i appreciate that i like that a lot yeah so but it does but being unknowns like it takes you longer to connect but then again you're not you're not biased by their previous roles so the only person i know is the guy who is elrond who played young ned stark yeah that's the only guy i know everybody else i have no idea who the fuck they even are yeah. Oh, by the way, did you like the opening intro where they uh, 
it, it's it's supposed to be a play on like lore. I, I didn't care for it. It was it was really cool, but I'm not gonna watch it. Again. I didn't hate it as as much as I hate the House of the Dragon intro. But I'm not, I'm gonna skip through it every time. <laughs> the the intro is supposed to be song. I forgot the technical term for it, but song moving like you know sand and all that stuff to create something, which is how uh, the god of Lord of the oh. Rings created everything through song. Oh. Mm. Oh, I didn't get that. I I thought it was at first neat to see the sand moving, but yeah, I'm I'm probably never gonna watch it again. It's boring. <laughs> um, it reminded me too much of um of uh, uh um Wheel of Time beginning, yeah. which is just like the the cloth, you know, like the human mind is is um is predisposed to find animals and faces and you know words more interesting than just random objects you know like or piles of sand so like it's not going to hold your attention as much as some other opening would you know i've seen a couple Um, of amazon shows now and their intros never gripped me but hbo like the sopranos intro true bloods intro was fucking good obviously game of thrones westworld westworld was all right it's okay it's all right i mean it's a little, little, little slow sometimes. I mean, Westworld is one of those things where I'm just like, oh, do I really want to watch this, like opening, uh, with this, with this sad music? Yeah, maybe, maybe the first time through. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But it's still a beautiful opening, um, Westworld, and you know, it, it was a very pretty opening. But yeah, I'm not gonna watch it again. <laughs> i got an hour and a half episode to get through i'm not gonna watch that shit again <laughs> but no i'm very hard pressed to find something i really disliked if anything it was stuff i was lukewarm on some of the plot lines i'm a little lukewarm mm-hmm. on it but at the same time i want to like clearly this is like i said episode one was the prologue and episode two is just the the first half yeah. of the first chapter. yeah i mean i i think that first episode had some some jarring cuts like um you know they're they're on top of a mountain in snow and then they're not, you know, and then they're they're in this in this area of the map. They're they're on the side they're she's digging into the side of a mountain with her knife and then she's somewhere else, you know. It was a lot at once. Like what what? But we we, we settled into like a regular show in the second episode, um, that that I liked, you know. I think the only reason yeah. the show is is in the middle of such a like a weird toxic environment is because it's also at the forefront of the culture war, which seems to be intensifying yeah. for some fucking reason. Because for some reason, at, like we all agree, Amazon is a soulless corporation. Uh, they did not include a black female dwarf because woke. They did it for you know to get more people in other communities to watch the show. Like it's not yeah no. Jeff Bezos does not care. Right. You, you you want people in the communities to watch, but, you know, I saw her performance and she was fucking great. Like, you know, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, like, it doesn't take me out of the, it doesn't take me out of the, the experience. Like, the black elf doesn't take me out of, the black elf and a black dwarf and a, and a beardless dwarf, like, none of those things take me out of the, the, the world. She did a great job. Like, um, I don't know what else there is to say. <laughs> like, but then again, I mean, maybe I'm different. Like I, I, so I, I did a lot of theater, uh, when I was younger and I, and I've, I, I like theater a lot and I like going to the theater, um, and seeing shows and, you know, uh, in theater, you just like, you're, you know, the people of different ethnicities play just 
random characters. They're not they're not usually typecasted for for their race like they are in in movies. So maybe maybe that's why it doesn't bug me as much. I don't know. Or 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 but I don't know why, you know, some people are just fucking nuts about it. But you know why it doesn't bother you? It's because you're a normal fucking person. You're a normal <laughs> you're a normal human being who like who doesn't get like you want you came to the show to be entertained, not to make a fucking political statement to make more money in a YouTube video. That's basically what it comes yeah, down to. I'm just you know, I don't yeah. Uh, it's just, but at the end of the man. day, like I, I wasn't with the show, I wasn't overwhelmed, I wasn't underwhelmed, I was whelmed. It was fine, it was very, very decent. I would even argue it was good. I want to see more, but I really yeah. feel as though Amazon should have probably released three episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. uh like as soon as like the thing came out. Yeah. Also, HBO being petty, did you know that HBO released the first episode of House of the Dragon for free on YouTube the same day this came out? Really? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's ridiculous. That's that is, it's oh my HBO. god. It's, mm-hmm. here, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. As much as people talk about these these fantasy wars, the shows are so utterly dissimilar that like it's it's hard to even compare them in any way. Like it's just everything about them is different. Like every like you're talking about a very gritty um, environment that I would never want to live in with a bunch of characters who are incredibly unlikable where you're searching for a protagonist <laughs> like that's house of the dragon and then you've got the lord of the rings universe which is a wonderful world that you'd love to live in with a whole bunch of protagonists that you like um and i'm not saying that like one is better than the other uh, they're just very very different shows very very different shows well after seeing the disappointment from a lot of people who read the books and are really into the lore, I have to say, like, I have a new appreciation for House of the Dragon showrunner mm. Ryan Condal, because he really did, oh. Oh, yeah, no, look, look, Ryan Condal, like, <laughs> so so here's also the big difference between Lord of the Rings and, and House of the Dragon. Lord of the Rings is, like, incredible sacred source material that people want to be, that they want adapted really well. House of the Dragon is shitty source material that no one cares about. So, like, <laughs> so like, Preston, how Ryan dare you? Con- like, Fire and Blood is my favorite book. What do you mean? <laughs> Ry- Look, Ryan Condal is doing great. Okay, he's doing fucking great. I can't believe he's he's produced a show based on that source material. That's as good as it is. Like, I, like I give him all the props. All the props. Like it was. You know, like this is a lot different than like like D and D. We do praise D and D here and there, um, but D and D also had a lot of like built in dialogue. Like when you watch early seasons of Game of Thrones and they're just lifting dialogue from the book, you're like, well, of course that scene's gonna be fucking great. You lifted that line, you know. When Tyrion's like, "Those are brave men." Let's kill them. You know, like, you're like, oh, that's a great line because it's George R. R. Martin's line, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have that with, with you know, House of the Dragon with, with, like, Fire and Blood. Like, those lines all sucked. So, like, Ryan Condal and the writers have to come up with their own fun, their own great lines. And so when you get a line like, um, Crispin, isn't it? It's like, I, I can't remember. And he's like, he's like, perhaps you remember me knocking you from your horse. Like, that's that's fucking this that's a great line from the show and the show only right like yeah. they came up with that I like that's that a great too. line a you know so it, it's 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 very different well very, in, very in different. regards because 
the people are going to like pit the two against each other. In regards to visuals, I think Rings of Power took that. How couldn't they? I mean, half a billion yeah, dollars. You be- half, half, oh, a, half, yeah, half a billion better. But in terms of lore, you got to give it to House of the Dragon for sticking to it. Ryan Condal even told several of the actors, like, no, you have to pronounce the dragons. Names this way. Oh, sure. Yeah. If if you if you're going if you're going accuracy to the source material, um, while making it better than the source material at the same time, paradoxically, like you know, like Ryan Condal gets it. Like this is, um, yeah. I mean, House of the Dragon. It's it's okay. CGI dragons and and some some pretty costumes like are the best part, and but that's still not not really great like compared to what we've seen in lord of the rings which is all the above right like they have everything looks great like so and to what you <sighs> said about uh this i i understand why a lot of the fans not like random people who have never heard of tolkien before watching those grifter videos fans i understand why fans of lord of the rings and the silmarillion and the hobbit i understand why they're up in arms about this is because tolkien sits on that mount rushmore of fantasy writers he's number one on there regardless you know um and he is the george washington yeah and he invented he invented it all uh, well everything that we ever love in fantasy witcher ice and fire like warhammer fantasy like there's driplets of that from lord of the rings and Anything mm-hmm. less of perfection is an insult. Like, it has to be a yeah. 10 out of 10 no matter what. If it's even a 9 out of 10, it's not good enough. Yeah. So, yeah. I kind of understand. Oh, yeah. I, I get it. I get it. There's nothing like there's nothing like Lord of the Rings. Um, I mean, and it was so influential that everything else is still just copying it. You know? Uh, so, yeah. Like, inventing... Invent, like, just... These little things like, like, okay, like the concept of an elf or the concept of a dwarf um, is, is like so ingrained in us, like that, the, you know, ra- rather than being like Keebler elves, like, you know, like, yeah, there's that concept of an elf, but I'm talking about any other concept of an elf where you're thinking of an elf being a, a nearly adult sized, like being, um, that's that's Tolkien, you know, like and any concept of like a dwarf outside of like, again, like some sort of small magical creature like is 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 him as well. So it's just. uh, it, Yeah. And God, just inventing fantasy, inventing fantasy, essentially. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, you know, I, what can you do considering considering the big shoes they had to fill? Um, you know, it's a job I don't they, envy. They, they did great. It's a job. Like I always in my in my head, yeah. I always have the same fantasy of, damn, I wish I was in the Game of Thrones like writer room, or damn, I wish I was yeah, in like yeah. the Witcher writer room so I could like you know put these ideas in there. I do not wish I was in. <laughs> I do not. I don't no, want to get no. in this. Item I mean, room. and that's the thing is like so so people people do this all the time with like sports. Like if you were the coach, like. Would you be able to do? Would you be able to run better plays? You know, would you be able to do their job? Um, like I couldn't do what Ryan Condal is doing, like with 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 House of the Dragon. Like, there's no way I could like 
adapt the material as well as 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 he's adapted it. When 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 you say like, what about later seasons of Game of Thrones? I'd be like, yeah, I think I probably could have done better than like D <laughs> Like, granted, granted, there's maybe a lot of like industry stuff and like coordination or something that they might be doing that I don't know about. Sure, but like, pop me in a writer's room and like. Um, I, I, yeah, I feel like I could do better than D and D on the on the on the last few seasons of Game of Thrones, um, or at least know who to hire. There were people in our comment section coming up with better ideas of how to do things than Dave and Dan did in the last season of Game of Thrones. Right. So, um, Preston, I want to keep you too much. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about in regards to? No, no, no. That's pretty good. It just yeah, we just we just wanted to get our like basic basic thoughts down. That you know, it's it's a. It's a it's a pretty good show. There there's there's sometimes where the dialogue seems a little uh, stilted, but that's also just Tolkien in general and Lord of the Rings in general. So like the show looks beautiful. Um, I'm invested. Uh, I like all the characters. It seems like a lot of fun. We don't understand like all the negativity that seems to be out. Well, we do understand it because those people are fucking nuts, but. Uh, it's it's a it's a pretty good show and it's worth a watch. I also wouldn't blame people if they wanted to wait a couple of weeks to binge watch more episodes. I feel as though mm. that would be a, a a better course for some people. But if as for me, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be checking it out every week. Um, Preston, do you mind if we ended up ended up here? All right, sounds good, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we'll see you all next time. Have a good one.